The Illuminati Telegraph The Illuminati Telegraph Hey everybody, we're back. You knew we'd be back. What is today? April 21st. And we recorded this today. And this was a fun one. We did a deep dive and a couple of long articles that were very eye-opening. Very eye-opening. But the news hasn't talked about them. And that's what we're here to do. Let's talk about the things they don't want us to know. And they don't want us to know it on purpose. So we got some geopolitical deep corruption today we got some ancient archaeology today which i personally love we got got a got a few things today but a couple of updates we are back on track to release our live record i lost the video and then i got the video back in better version 1080p not 720 so the wait is worth it that's for Alfred and the Ted Naders, a live show. And we just did an acoustic show. That will be up too. So two live records coming, I would say, you know, this summer. One for sure soon. Soon, soon, very soon. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, Golgothan has uh, music videos coming out soon. They're streaming on Twitch, Golgothan TV. Jesse streams on Tuesday nights. So catch him. Sometimes Kettlebell Killer, sometimes just playing Overwatch as of lately. I stream sometimes too. You can follow me, Lil Lufa, L-I-L-L-O-U-F-A, Lil Lufa. So follow us on there. Follow us on social media. We post updates to the show. That's pretty much it. We're not sitting there all day. You know, maybe sometimes. Follow us there. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you to the new subscribers on YouTube. Since we released the videos, we got like three new subscribers. Hey, that's not bad. Shout out to those people. One of them seemed real. The other two seemed like bots. But if you're not a bot, that's my apology. What else we got? Got a cool deal beat tape that's going to drop soon. Instrumentals and then after that, a single. So just stay tuned to that. Subscribe to our Patreon. I guess we don't have bonus content there anymore. So there's no point. But you do get ad-free audio. That's public on our Patreon. You can go download the MP3 and not deal with ads. I think that covers it. We're ready to get into it. Thanks for joining us. Y'all are the best. Let's do it. It's okay, you didn't miss nothing, audience. I was I was thanking the audience for tuning in because we were actually getting into the show right away. Unlike all the other times we spent 20 minutes talking about how I hate pop music or something. <laughs> Which is relevant. Hey, we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. It's all right. Yeah, we were talking about the white noise on my microphone, so I would like to acknowledge to the audience that my audio signal is not clean for whatever reason. And me personally, as a listener, I would I would think, you know, this is aggravating to listen to. And I would turn it off. I just would. I've turned off podcasts with some of my favorite 
fighters. I don't want to say names because I love their show because their their audio is bad. It's like I can't take this shitty sounded mic. What are they doing? Turned it off. Imagine being the champion of the world in MMA and people turn off your show because your mic sounded bad. That's what do you think up. people? Yeah. So what do you think people do when when my mic sounds bad? They they yeah immediately turn this shit off. Yeah. So I'll, Illuminati, what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll figure that out. Yeah. I, I don't know what it could be, man. I th- like I said, I think it could be software since it doesn't do it whenever you're using Logic. It just does it in Skype. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, it probably has to do with the fact that your MacBook Pro is what a '09 or some shit. It's a late 2011. Put some respect on its name. Uh, It's late 2011. Late 2011. Dude, it's so Uh, old at this point that iMovie is no longer compatible. I had to find... Yeah, dude, it's 10 years old. I was using the Adobe Creative Cloud, but I was like, you know what? Fuck. It's amazing that you're you're still able to do the creative work that you do on a 10-year-old MacBook Pro. Yeah, I mean, it. that's why I love it. Incredible. It's doing well. I mix heavy music projects. I, I mean, it takes a while. I have some lag sometimes. Disc overload all the time. That's when you get why well, when you get that new Mac Mini with the M1 processor. Man. Oh man, we're gonna be putting out all kind of content for you guys. What the fuck? I hear that. That's not the dog. Is that a dog? It's my neighbor's dog. Uh, they they walked out of the porch. So oh, cute. I can see into their yard from my window. So sorry to my neighbors for moving an RV into this guy's yard and positioning it so I can see right over your fence. <laughs> that is very annoying. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'd be yeah, annoyed but, if I was those if I was your neighbors. No, nah, but In it's fact, that kind of I a have an issue. I have an issue with that in my subdivision. Like it's not my... a subdivision like yours where I'm at. <laughs> well, these neighbors have a they're they're fine neighbors, but it's just one of those neighborhoods where they have. Before I moved in, I came here for some grill outs, and I never use the word grill out. What the fuck am I doing? Barbecue, man. From the <laughs> south, this ain't Saint Wisconsin grill out. Okay. We went over there for the grill out. Yeah, um, yeah. That's very. What kind of accent was that, dude? I don't know. I'm just fucking. I can't do it's accents. Like a, it was Tiffany, like a Canadian Tiffany Florida like, accent. I guess so. She she tells me to just kill myself when I try to do accents. It's, like, mm. it's horrible. So um, they have these loud uh, karaoke parties, super mm. loud, late into the night, singing Mexican music. So it's that kind of neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, super loud. Su- like, okay, this, like them saying, "Hey, this is our night. Fuck y'all. We're doing it over here." So, it's loose around the edges in this neighborhood. Got you. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into the first topic for a minute, man, because I got this crypto article about how to read the crypto charts. Okay, that's where you want to start. Yeah, let's start right. with some. Because last week, crypto's dipping right now, man time to buy back in so all right you're the crypto king so i'll let you kick this one off dc the crypto king King. hey man dck baby um i'm in i'm in the positives right now with my crypto investments so what can i say 
if a dummy like me can look at the charts, make a judgment call, and then get ahead, get some winnings in there, I anybody can do my, it. I sold all my stocks and bought crypto. All of them. For real? No. <laughs> no. Not all of them. I will, though. Sell some of them. Yeah, but it's dipping right now. For for a poor people investment, Chainlink is a good one, like the new young coins where you can buy a whole one. It's gonna I got a whole one and in like three years I'm thinking Chainlink will be twenty five. You gotta retire. You're just gonna retire in three years. I don't think I'm gonna retire. You gotta have big money to make retirement money. I I think I'm gonna get property money though. That's what I'm shooting for. In five oh, years. Yeah. Just That's keep definitely it, doable. Keep putting money in crypto and then it everything's at three four hundred percent so i got i don't know anyway i mean that's just typical investment i'm not reinventing the wheel so but sharing the knowledge with the people though sharing right the knowledge now. with the people yeah the golden information but in this so crypto, how, how do you read crypto charts dylan break it down I, man see i didn't even get there because the article's so damn long and we yeah. had all these other articles. But the beginning of the article starts with the six tenets. Let me screen share. The six Dow theory. Are you familiar with Dow theory? I was after I read this article. Yeah, me too, man. I didn't know about that. I, Dow I theory. I did not. I guess you can use this in reading uh, the charts for any type of, uh, whether you're reading stocks or crypto, or anything like that, right? Yeah, exactly. So... The article starts just by explaining bull and bear market. Uh, bull is a buyer when the market goes up. When it's going up, that's a bull market. And bears are sellers that want to bring the market down. So they sell and it goes down. But apparently the bulls want to push the market up. Bears want to bring it down. So there's big players that are putting in and out trying to make it go up, which is crazy to think about. Got you. And yeah. so basically, as people buy these coins, it pushes the price of the coins up. As people sell the coins, it pushes the price of the coins down. Right. Yeah. But also then then you have people mining Bitcoin. Does that affect the price of the coin in any way, shape or form? Mm, that's a great question. I would think, yeah, because mining it is the same thing as acquiring it and buying it is the same thing as acquiring it that makes sense so Bro, once they mean to go ahead go ahead but mining it basically is just bringing like a dormant coin into circulation because bitcoin has a huge market cap and it's still it still has a lot more coins to sell basically Bro, well, I can tell you it's mainstream now. And I don't mean to di divulge too much from the article. Um, no, that's part of it. That's part no, of no. this Dow theory is the, is the mainstream. The yeah, it's, it's becoming really mainstream because I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, like old people, like old crackheads that have come into the store and like wanted to buy these cheap like $200, $300 computers to mine Bitcoin. Um, and they don't know anything. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You have to they have a special computer. Yeah, no. You can't yeah, get an I, Acer. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm aware. I am aware of this, Dylan. <laughs> but like, they're like, oh, no, I'm just going to put it running. Like, all I got to do is just get it, get the program, leave it running, and it's going to make me money. I'm like, it, that's not how it works. 
They're like, no, that's how it works. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I do know what I'm talking about. That's not how this works. You can't buy this fucking $300 Acer and go mine Bitcoin with it. The amount of power that that you would be drawing to to mine the Bitcoin is going to cost you more money than it's going to make you, you fucking moron. It, but anyway, there That's are hilarious, it, man. yes, there are a lot of people that are getting into this shit now that have no idea what the fuck they're doing. They think they're just going to go mine it with these cheap computers and become rich man. by just setting a computer in a closet in their house and letting a program do the work for them. That puts the biggest, cheesiest smile on my face thinking about <laughs> only in Louisiana are people going to come oh, in. And you, and you know these motherfuckers from like Abbeville, Erath, Kaplan, like... Kaplan all fucking, the way to the mall, dude. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> dude. Hey, boy, look. I need. Let me get that, that, that computer to, to mine that Bitcoin on. Man, me and my pot in, we went half on the gas to get here. I'm driving here. He's going to drive back. You got to sell me that Ace so I can get that blockchain i'm trying to get some blockchain <laughs> that's exactly uh you know the people i'm talking about dylan yeah you know the people i'm talking about yeah that's the motherfuckers that are coming in thinking yeah. they're gonna uh be bitcoin millionaires <laughs> with their 400 dollars acers it's way easier than that if you just take the 300 and put it on chain link all right <laughs> right like go invest <laughs> go invest the it. money yeah Instead of trying to mine it. Anyway, so Dow <laughs> Theory. What is Dow Theory? <laughs> trying to mine Bitcoin, dude. It's been a lot of people lately, dude. Like, I'm not, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, you know, it used to be that's like a good maybe sign, you, might, though. you might see there's like one real, like one really nerdy dude that's like coming in to buy like a shitload of graphics cards that knows what he's fucking talking about. Like, once every six months now i'm getting like two or three uh hillbilly old cracked out people thinking they're gonna be mining bitcoin a week it's like what where the where the fuck are you people getting this information from anyway that's hilarious sorry i didn't mean to uh, take us away from the article well Just let's back to... into the article because part of the dow theory which is what this article started out with i don't hear about this there's six tenets tenets of the Dow theory. Um, what are those six tenets? Number one is, scroll down the article, look at that beautiful graph. Uh, the market takes everything into detail when calculating a price. It takes past, present, and future data when calculating current asset prices. That's tenet number one of Dow theory. Tenant number two. I don't think it's tenant number one. Hold on, hold on. Do I have this wrong? Oh, yeah, yeah. Six tenants. Fuck that Shit. up, buddy. Yeah, so four tenet fundamental. number one is the three movements of the market. Yes, Dow yeah. theory is fundamental. Number one, the market takes into detail past, future, and present when calculating. Yeah, it's just in general what Dow theory is, is that it takes into consideration all of those details in its pricing. And when it comes to crypto, it considers like current, past, and future demands, regulations that impact the market. Um, it talks about the price move movements, you know, whether they're short term or long term. Um, and then analysts are focused on the price of the coin rather than every single variable that pr moves, produces movement in the price. 
Yeah. And because history gets repeated, you can look at these charts and begin to understand the behavior of where where it's going. And that's where the six tenets of Dow theory comes in. Mm-hmm. And the first one is they have three movements of the market. Yep. Which are kind of self-explanatory. Primary movement is the main movement or a major trend that can last from less than a year to several years, whether it's bullish or bearish. And you see that with Bitcoin... Ethereum, Litecoin. Yep. If you go to the one-year chart, you see it. You see this long trend. And then right now, if you go to the one-month, you'll see the bull and the bearish markets and all that. A medium swing is a secondary intermediate change and can last from 10, to th- 10 days to three months. So that would be this right here for people watching on YouTube because the videos are on YouTube now. Oh, so once it plug for us. Anyway. yeah, once it peaks, it'll drop and then peak again, but not as much, and that's a midterm trend. And third movement of the market is a short swing or a minor movement, change and varies from hours to months. Shorter scale. So what's this graph say? Short term trend is like right here, I guess. But yeah, I mean basic explanation of the fundamental properties of the market which is good to know good to affirm in the mind so that you can confidently go judge and manipulate finances so these these three things can happen simultaneously like a daily minor movement in a bearish secondary reaction in a bullish primary movement i don't understand that but there's levels to this game (laughs) tenant number two Am I there yet? Yeah, you're there. Okay. As ten, ten number uh, the three phases of market trends. Yeah, I'm trying to follow my notes with the article. Makes sense to get two screens. I can have the notes and then. But anyway, there's the accumulation phase, the initial period where knowledgeable investors start buying or selling the asset despite public perception of the market. So that would be Bitcoin and like the. You know, this is like the first that's 10 the, years. That's that's the people that get in early. They're like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm in the know. Phase. I know my shit. No one, then, they're the minority. So the, the price doesn't change much because when they're buying, they're just a few people doing that. Mm-hmm. And then you move Absorption on to, phase this is what you were talking about. And that's, I think, where we're at with the public because you're getting a lot of hillbillies coming in wanting to mine it like it's catching on i think we're in the absorption phase of crypto a lot of coins also known as the public participation phase eventually the market catches on to the knowledgeable investors and follow their trend more and more people follow the trends than high amounts of speculation begin that would be right here yeah you can see all this in the bitcoin charts right here for a long time and then whoop 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 it shit makes sense though yeah the beautiful thing about crypto is it acts like a stock but in the end it's a currency so i think it's safer than a stock because ceos can't resign overnight and pull their shares out like all of them did right before covid and then the 08 financial crisis and all these ponzi schemes there's no ceo of bitcoin you can't just shut it down it's a currency that you could just keep your dollars in and ultimately just spend it 
you can't spend a GameStop share. Yeah, you got to sell it, and then it, yeah, yeah. And you can, but there's there's action required with that. Right. Yeah, the distribution phase. So after huge speculation and the limited supply of the asset, the price begins to retrace as the knowledgeable investors begin to distribute their holdings to the market. I don't know what that means. That means they start to probably sell and like look at yeah. other investments that they're getting in. Uh, I'm assuming, right? right? So they're distribu- right. distributing their holdings to the market. Whoops. Um, and then the prices start to fall. That's perfect. That. Awesome. So those are the three phases of market trends as the second tenet of Dow theory. Third tenet, the stock market discounts all news. Now, I know it's referring to stock market, but this is an article on reading crypto charts. So the, I believe the, still relevant. Yeah, the behavior of the stock market and, and uh, crypto are the same. So the it, stock- it all applies. Oh, so it, it matches with the stock market, all the rises mm-hmm. and stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't watch the stock market, but because all the cryptos to themselves match each other, except some coins that obviously aren't doing too good. Like you can look at the chart. There's one coin, DAI, DAI coin, and it went up and then it dropped and it's been just down for like a year or something. You could look at that chart and go, this coin is dead. Interesting enough, they named it DAI. Because <laughs> it's dead. Yeah. So, so the stock market incorporates new information as soon as it becomes available. This is uh, discounting all news. Once the news is released, the price of the asset changes to reflect accordingly. All the market participants' hopes, fears, and expectations are incorporated into the new price evaluation. Factors integrated into the market price are interest rate movements, earning expectations, revenue projections major elections, productive initiatives, etc. So that's interesting. It says it discounts so even, all news, but the definition is that it incorporates new yeah, information. Yeah, basically so. any news, whether which it's kind of crazy because like I see this with like Apple stock, right? Because I, I have I have that stock as uh, um, part of my portfolio and even if it's not news that the company has made, like if it's from one of the suppliers or anything like that, that will wildly swing the price one way or the other for the day based on that news. Mm. So it's kind of interesting to watch that. Even if even on rumors, like stuff that like rumors they, that people think that Apple is going to release something that will affect the stock price. Even and if it'll it's not go true up or down, even if it's not true. What would make it go down on a rumored release of a product versus up? Seems like it, it would just go depend- up. Well, it just depends on whether or not, like, they maybe they say they're going to release a product that um, is missing a feature that and they think is going to impact year over year sales. Uh, so investors start to sell stock because they think the product isn't going to meet the projections that we talked about in our last earnings call. Well, that's going to cause the price to the price to drop, right? You, you mean like so, whenever Apple discontinued the headphone port and you had to buy a 30 sure. fucking adapter? Goddamn sure. motherfuckers. And now every other tech company that puts out devices does the same shit. So, Like Samsung and all that? They don't have a headphone port either? Yeah, none of them. Nope. None of wow. them. Wow. 
son of a goddamn bitch. Because buying that adapter and then where, oh, I would just woke up, going to listen to a podcast and clean on my day off. Where's my adapter? Day ruined. Wasn't going to no. drive anywhere. Now I got to find a target and spend 10 bucks on an adapter. Son of a bitch. Or you just put your AirPods in and you go about your day. I don't have AirPods. I'm not oh, buying AirPods. Shit. I'm not going to be able to not listen because the batteries are dead. There's a delay with Bluetooth audio. So when I need specific audio cues, it's not there. I, d I don't do the Bluetooth shit. I, I don't say they don't sound good or work well. But you can't. I want to plug it in. Sure. Am I old school? Am I getting old? A little bit. A little bit. No, anyway. because, you know, when... Uh, yeah, just whatever. Let, let's go to the first let's one. Continue. Continue, yeah. Because we, we can have this conversation all day, I'm sure. I'm getting mad about maps, too. The maps, they don't have a route lock. I drive all day, and, and then, you know, you, you choose a route. Like, I don't want to take the toll road. I even turn off the settings to don't, don't pick toll roads. And it'll still do... So I choose my route, and then I go, and it changes my route. So I have to choose it again. It's like, why are you not sticking on the route that I chose? You're fucking me up. What problem? <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. Don't you don't ever like use changing. maps because you drive around Lafayette. You know where you're at until you go I on a road used, trip. Yeah, I use maps a good bit when right, on but road trips and stuff. Like I use it like 8, 10, 11 hours a day driving around Denver, I don't know where I'm going. So I, I got to like, be like, this is the route I want to take. Cause it'll off you like four. And then when I'm leaving the parking lot, it got, and like, where am I going? Why am I getting on the interstate? So it's like a route lock option. So when you choose a route, it won't change it. See, I don't know what you mean when it says change route, like it changes in the middle of you driving. It just changes routes. Yeah. It'll change. If you, if you have a route, and you're and you just leave a parking lot, mm -hmm. and you go like the wrong way in the parking lot because you, you're not like oriented yet. It'll change your route. It'll go okay. Well, you're going this way, then exit this way, and then hit the interstate for an extra seven miles around town. It's like no, mm. give me the three and a half mile trip up the main road. Don't change the route. Mm, I see, because it thinks you're actually going, it thinks like you want to go a different route, so it's changing the route it, automatically. It'll change your route. It's a huge pain in the ass all day Gosh. having to like end the route and then redo it. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that know what I'm talking about. I and then you. If, you, if you road trip across the country, you want to take a scenic route. Oh, so I do choose... road trip across the country a lot. I do that a lot. Right. So every 17 seconds, it brings up an alternate route and you have to choose no thanks or resume. So you're constantly hitting up that. And if you don't catch it, it changes your route. And now you're taking an exit and you're on 70 West headed to Kansas. You're like, what happened here? Because it changed your route. It's like, did you, you know what I'm saying? I guess so. Yeah. 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 You could also use Google Maps or a different map. Google Maps does it too. Oh, well. Tried multiple I don't, maps. I don't, I don't know what to say then. I don't know. <laughs> Just say you understand. I that's understand, bullshit. bro. I understand. Bullshit, right? Fuck. Sorry, Let's listeners. See. Let's get back to number four. The Illuminati Telegraph. Number four. The stock market averages must confirm each other. So, um, if, if company A 
is a handicraft company and company B is a transportation company, company A uses company B to transport their products. So when business is good for company A, it should increase in company B also. So if an investor is interested in company A, that investor should also look at the performance of company B as confirmation. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. So like that's kind of what I was talking about just now with like suppliers. Like if someone knows that a supplier for Apple has acquired, you know, the rights to produce the displays for the next iPhone that's coming out, well, then their, I guess, uh, stock should do well as well as Apple's whenever that product gets released since they are the sole supplier of that part. Right? I guess that's kind of how that works. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Something I never thought about. Yep. And, uh, but I don't know how that applies to Bitcoin. Yeah, how would you compare? No, so, so I'm trying to like draw the comparison there. That I don't understand. For the news thing, I, I get that makes sense to me, but not necessarily for the the stock market averages. Maybe Bitcoin, maybe, maybe a certain, I don't get it. like Dogecoin trades on crypto. It doesn't trade on Coinbase or Gemini. So maybe if a certain coin that's pretty hot is only on a certain platform to trade, then maybe there would be a correlation between company A and company B's performance. Like if this coin's going up, then that app's probably going up too because more mm. people have to use that app. I don't know. Maybe. Makes, may, may, you know? I, you I know. never said I was a genius, but... Yeah, we're, we're learning about this shit together on this podcast, folks. Number five, trends get confirmed by volume. Um, so it's, uh, Dow Jones believes that volume is a secondary import, but important factor in recognizing price signal. And, um, this is how volume should react during trends during an uptrend volume should increase with in the increase in price. And during a downtrend volume decreases with a decrease in price. See, and this is another one like, all right, so this makes sense to me. If I know we're talking about maybe a stock and we're talking about the product or the service that that company produces. But for a coin, what do they mean when they talk about volume? This one seems pretty self-explanatory to the point I don't understand it because obviously if it goes up, there's more. Like if a balloon gets filled with more water or air, there's more volume. And if it... I don't know. Like how does this... How do you utilize this piece of information other than, okay, that's common sense. It could not work any other way. And when the price maybe, goes down, volume decreases. Maybe that this one will make more sense as we learn how to like use this later on. Um, you know what I mean? Like when we get to the technical analysis part of this article. Volume. Yeah, I don't understand that part either. Me neither. Kind of like I don't understand how they don't just route lock. If you choose a route, just stick oh to the route. Oh my God, this motherfucker. Okay, tenet number six, the last tenet of the Dow Jones theory. The trends will exist until definitive signals prove that they have ended. Similar to Newton's first law of motion, an object tends to stay in motion unless acted on by an external force. Similarly, the Dow believes that market remains in trend despite market noise. Hmm. Market noise is, I looked this up, 
did a little extra research for all of our reporters out there. That's the name of our fan base is reporters. I hope they like it. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Nice. I came up with it a yep. week ago. Hey, Illuminati Telegraph, we're like a newspaper. Okay, yeah. I guess you're right. It's better than all of our, you know, Illuminati Squatty Potty, whatever they'd be. All of our janitors. Turds. Yeah, uh, so we changed the name for y'all. Yeah, we didn't want you guys, you know, having to listen to a podcast about defecation the whole time. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. But this is market noise. All the extra data, like transactions and this Mm. and that, yada, yada. And then once you clean up the market noise, you get a much cleaner graph. You'll have to watch the video on YouTube to see we're showing it. So, how do they clean it up? Uh, by calculating all that extra data and taking it out, I assume. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I just looked at what market noise was at a base level. So, I'll read that again because I don't totally get it. This tenet is similar to Newton's first law of motion that an object in motion tends to stay in motion unless acted on by an external force because trends exist until definite signals prove otherwise. So the signals would show otherwise, but then it says Dow believes market remains in trend despite market noise. So it shouldn't remain in trend to market noise because it said trends will exist until definite signals prove otherwise. That's market noise would be like speculation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not not a true indicator of actual performance of that stock or coin that you're analyzing. White noise is all the price data and other info like intraday volatility. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Right. The speculation of like the news and the Yeah, like just the, 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 like it stated, the volatility of the day. I didn't, I didn't read down into technical analysis. Me so neither. I'll stop right there. So Me neither. You can continue if you want. And nope, I'll listen. That, that's all I got. I just moved it there for listeners so their eyes don't get bored. Got you. Yeah. So we'll be uh, we'll learn together some more on uh, Dylan's trying to educate me on crypto, folks. So that's why we're taking the time. Trying to educate um, everybody on crypto because it's like leaving money on the table, man. Forty yeah. bucks on Chainlink might be might be twenty five hundred in a few years. So yeah, uh, I appreciate him taking the time to go through this with me. So and thank you guys for sitting through it with me as we uh, we learn about the Dow theory. And you know what? Th- that could apply to more than just crypto. You have a little bit of uh, you have a little bit of stocks. You could use that to play the stock market as well. Absolutely, absolutely. It's where it's at, man. I'm All right. S- see, we're we're about to go to some UFO stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna move it to some UFOs. UFO. Man, did you watch that video? I did watch the video. Let's play it for our listeners right here. You might not be able to hear it. That's okay. Gonna play it for our listeners. Can you hear it, Jesse? No. I mean, it's not playing right now, but. No. It's all right. 
So this is off the Navy USS Theodore Roosevelt. He's looking through a porthole or something, or is something this... like a little telescope. It's a triangle. It's like flashing. It's like pulsing. Yeah, it's a pyramid in the sky, pulsing, and it, and it looks like, man, if you look close, when he zooms in, the 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 tips of the pyramid. The tips of the pyramid. I'm trying to get a good angle. Almost look like that. It almost well. look. It almost looks like there's a cap on the tips of the pyramid. A cap on it. I'm trying to find the angle. You see on the end, it's black. Yeah, I wonder if that's just the camera quality though. Watch it in motion. It's crazy how it's like blinking. When it blinks, you can see that the edge, that the tips appear to be covered. Just look at the tips. It seems like something's happening on the tips, like it's blocked. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. What it you're looks saying. like it, and that's what was on the pyramids of Giza. They had big caps, gold, a cap on the top. They're gone now, and so is the limestone on the outside. But that's what they've done with pyramids: is have caps on the top, and that's what the Ben Ben stone actually came from, like an asteroid, maybe. But they always cap their pyramids, and it's interesting. This pyramid UFO. And they're all about yeah, the sky gods, yeah. and 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 it's like, what if the pyramids are a replica of? What if they kind of encoded that by capping it off too? Because the whole religion of Egypt, the whole religion of Egypt, the whole um, worship of Orion and the constellation and the sky and coming down, these angel beings coming down and all that. It's really interesting to me. This one's kind of mind-blowing that these keep coming out like this. Yeah, so let's watch it again. And just look at the corner. Look at the tips. I would put money. I would bet some of my crypto that those tips. Do so you think we're getting visited? Yeah, I mean. What, what the fuck else is that? I defer to Commander David Fravor that if any military on Earth had that kind of technology, it would be near impossible to keep quiet about it. Near impossible, yeah. He but, said I there's, mean, maybe there's not, no maybe way. Maybe not if it's China. Or Russia, but... Yeah, China, I mean, one of those authoritarian governments that'll just absolutely fucking kill you if you have any knowledge and you even think about sharing it yeah speaking of people getting whacked for thinking about things oh that next article um about tanzania yeah tanzania's leader john pombe magafuli i said i was gonna say so i don't know how to say a lot of the names in this article i've only read them so if I mispronounce stuff, I'm sorry in advance. That's okay. Can you share the article? I have super thorough notes, and I can just start going through it, and you sure. can stop me when you when you think of something. Sure thing. But this is this was mind blowing. I didn't expect this article to go this deep. Shout out to Whitney mm -hmm. Webb. And me either. And then it's amazing. We have a follow up article after this on the same subject and it's it's truly amazing to see the western media and the way that they're 
painting this whole thing out. It, it's it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. Go ahead. More mind blowing. So, like people don't. What? Really I mean, it's not. Put, I mean, but to be fair though, Dylan, corruption. like I didn't know about this shit until like you sent me this article. It's not like this, It's not like Whitney Webb and. Um, they're like mainstream news sources for most yeah. Americans. Um, well, if anything, the mainstream, she's mainstream she, news is not talking about this. They took down her all. Patreon. <laughs> so she's yeah. far from mainstream. Right. So John Pombe Magafuli, Tanzania's president, died of heart failure. Some member of anti-government parties said he fell ill with COVID. He was missing since February 27th. His chief secretary, John Kazaji, died in January. Kenyan News said Magafuli was flown to a hospital and was being treated in Nairobi, but a spokesperson for Kenya government said he had no knowledge of him being there. So he went missing. No one knew. The other government's denying he was there to be treated. And the news his, is not saying his, anything and about it. And his political opposition goes on the news and is like, oh, he has COVID. He has COVID. Uh, he, they, COVID. The government needs to come out and say that he has COVID. Why are they not saying he has COVID? And the government comes out saying he doesn't have COVID. He's just doing his job. He, he's as, um, he doesn't need to be out here taking you know selfies with everyone. He's out there actually working, being a president. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, comes that's out, what they oh, he dude. dies of heart a cardiac failure. That's the same thing they say about Biden. Why hasn't he given a press conference? Why hasn't he done anything at the border? Why hasn't he's busy working? That's literally what Jen Psaki said. He's busy doing things. He's busy working. He's busy. He doesn't have time for this and that. That's interesting. The same narratives using to justify two leaders that one is actually missing and the other one just seems to not be taking part. But so let's so let's go let's dot, dig into it. All right. So this guy John Magufuli, however you say it, that works. Um, he was elected back in 2015, won 58% of the vote, um, and was at first getting a bunch of praise from Western media outlets. Um, they looked at his first year in office. He had a 96% approval rating. And none of that uh, was reported. None of that. They were slandering as anti-science. None of his, uh, none of his approval rating was reported. Yep. In 2016, CNN had reported that the the public had gone wild for its new president, and that after sweeping to victory in October 2015, he had embarked on a remorseless purge of corruption, um, because the the country had a lot of corruption in its government at the time. Yeah. Um, they even came out with a uh, a new term that they were using on social media. Uh, how do you say that, Dylan? Magufulify? I just say magafully. Magafully-fi. Magafully-fi, which means to render or declare an action faster or cheaper or to, or to, 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 to deprive public officials of their capacity to enjoy life at taxpayers' expense to terrorize lazy and corrupt individuals in society. So that's what he yeah. was all about. Yeah, he, I mean, they came up with the term using right. his name as a verb. That's how popular he was. So basically, he got voted in. He was really, really popular. And once he got voted in is when things changed because that's when he started to turn on... Um, I mean, he's always been resistant, but it, it wasn't just COVID anti-science. That was his deal that the news talked about. But... Just for example on that, 
MAGA Foley did say his country was free from the virus after three days of prayer. He resisted imposing lockdowns and encouraged international tourism while neighboring African states maintain their strict lockdowns. MAGA Foley said coronavirus, which is the devil, cannot survive in the body of Christ. It will burn instantly. And we have a number of viral diseases, including AIDS and measles. Our economy comes first. It must not sleep. Life must go on. So he did kind of um, sound a little crazy. Yeah, but it, it goes on. crazy. He returned a shipment of COVID tests as faulty because they tested positive on uh, goats and papaya. He said vaccines don't work. If they did, then the white man would have brought vaccines for AIDS, HIV. He said steam cures COVID and we will continue to take health precautions, including steam inhalations. And you inhale when you pray to God, you pray while farming maize, potatoes so that you can eat well and Corona fails to enter your body. So he endorsed the use of a plant-based treatment out of Madagascar, which claimed to treat COVID with sweet wormwood. In May, he announced they'll send a plane to bring the drugs into Tanzania so all Tanzanians can, can benefit. On February 10th, the U.S. Embassy warned of increased COVID cases. Days later, his chief of secretary, John Kasaji, died. On the 17th of February, first vice president of Zanzibar, Sif Sharif Hamad, died after his party announced he was ill with COVID. And on February 21st, MAGA Foley admitted to the coronavirus for the first time. Then he went missing on the 27th and died in March. MAGA Foley challenged neocolonial neocolonialism in Tanzania. Um, they exploited the country's natural resources and the West influenced his food supply. So he talked against all that. He kicked out the Bill Gates funded trials, GMO crops and opposed powerful Western mining companies with ties to the World Economic Forum and the WF's effort to guide the course of the fourth industrial revolution. So he was speaking out in a lot of terms. He sounded a little crazy about COVID. He does, have a, crazy he does have an MS and PhD in chemistry, so he's not dumb. He was right about the PCR testing being faulty. So, you know, I, I think um, he sounded a little crazy, but I don't think he's wrong, if that right. makes any sense. Because he also spoke out against all the other corruption. Um, right. Like, like the, another corruption. And the big thing with, with that is that you know, so the the country has some of the largest deposits of both um, nickel and graphite, both of which are super important minerals for the fourth industrial revolution. That's really important to the World Economic Forum um, and all these uh, all these big bankers that are like pushing for this, right? And he was basically like we have these resources in our country we do need investors but we're not going to get robbed blind because they were getting no revenue make, from it they're getting no revenue from, from it. the western companies they were getting no revenue and then he put in place so what he did in 2018 he revoked the mining license of barrett gold and glencore who co-owned the biggest the nickel deposit there nickel is like you said essential for batteries and the electric car revolution and elon musk comes into this too Later in this article, yeah. Barrett Gold and Glencore have ties to Israel's Mossad. A month before MAGA Foley went missing, he signed an agreement between government and a group of investors to begin mining that deposit. So he revoked their license, then signed an agreement with a Norwegian guy, millionaire, of uh, Acacia Mining, I believe. We'll get to that part. So yeah, he was like, no, we're going to work over here and get a share of the revenue. We're not going to work with you. 
who's robbing us. And it's the Western companies because they have what's needed for the fourth industrial revolution. It's really fucked up. Yep. So they were just basically taking this country's resources and not giving it any of the profits from that at all. Yeah. He even built up like the infrastructure since he got voted in. What did he do? He built 70, he built 101 hospitals in the first year compared to 77 in the country's previous 50. He cut salaries of executives at state owned companies and even his own from 15,000 to 4,000. Like he really started investing in the people. So it's like the only thing the public knows is those crazy things he said about COVID. But he's not wrong because he said, we want you to eat maize and corn and, and potatoes to eat well so your body can fight COVID. So in his mind, I, as a PhD, I mean, he's, he's, he, yeah. he was saying what I've been saying, like, be healthy. Be we healthy. Want people to be healthy. Take care of yourself. Eat well. Don't eat like shit. Exercise. You well, know, he didn't say all that. But recovery. Yeah. No, he didn't and, say all that. I'm just saying. But in general, that's how you that's how you make yourself resilient in the midst of a global pandemic. Yeah, and the only thing the the news you talked don't about just was wait for a fucking vaccine to come around and just oh they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna come out with a cure for me soon. No, which man, is another thing he kicked out the vaccine testing and which they do in South Africa. They're always in South Africa testing. So this is like the other side of that story of him fighting back against what what we do and people are like no it's okay. So, ah, oh, shit. You covered like half that article already. It's no, there, there's a ton of stuff. There's a ton. Um, ton of stuff. In 2018, Tanzania's government offered to stop the field trials of GMO crops, which is the other thing. Like, he doesn't want the GMO shit in there. So, he is thinking health. He's not so what's the up. big deal with the GMO crops? Like, why are like the, the Gates and, uh, and the Monsanto, Mon- whatever. Monsanto. Monsanto. Why are they so into trying to influence the global food supply? Is it that they're really these benevolent billionaires that want to make sure the food, the world has food, or what, what's that all about? Because this guy was surely skeptical. He was surely skeptical about it. He kicked he kicked them out. Said he wasn't going to allow them to use these GMO seeds in their country for them to be guinea pigs. Yeah. So let's run through this because he stopped the field trials and forced the destruction of plants in these trials. Those trials were conducted by Water Efficient Maze for Africa which was a collaboration between Monsanto and the African Agricultural Technology Foundation, which was a nonprofit funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Rockefeller Foundation, Sagenta, which is a GM seed agrochemical giant, PepsiCo, and the United States Agency for International Development, which is a cutout of the CIA. So those are all the groups that are funding the trials that he wants to stop. So carrying on, January 2021, he announced for the second time a stop to all the trials and announced plans to institute biosafety regulations aimed at basically uh, regulating these Western people. So this is the answer to, to why they're doing that. According to a WikiLeaks publication 07, Chris Stapleton, the U.S. ambassador in France, advised the U.S. to prepare for economic war with countries unwilling to introduce Monsanto's GM seed imports into their agricultural sectors. So it's a conscious aggression right. forcing it. He recommend, 
he recommended the U.S. quote calibrate a target retaliation system to implement pain on the EU quote because of resistance to importing GM seed products. Food became a weapon of war via Henry Kissinger in the Nixon administration. Classified report at the time produced by the State Department argued that the population of the developing world posed a threat to U.S. national security and posited that, quote, food aid be used as an instrument of national power to advance U.S. aims. That's some dark-sounding shit. So they call it food aid. How do they, yeah, but is it like restriction of food to these countries? Is that what this is? They control the food supply. They force their GMO in there. They own the land. They farm it, and they distribute it to the people because and, and and then the people can't do it themselves somehow so they just infiltrate by by force and control the food population because it's ultimately uh, a weapon of war because then you can control their food you make all the money on it you're exploiting their land and you can just not give them food if, if they uh, yeah, that's what's if, happening if, in Palestine uh, they control a food supply and they're not getting food. It's another point of leverage for power. With that yeah, country. so they're not trying to get their GMO in there to help them. That's what they tell us. They're trying to get it in there so they can c- control food supply. It's called uh, exporting democracy, like what we did to um, Libya. They wanted to get off the petrol dollar and go to gold. We said no and assassinated them. We do that a lot, apparently. So it's a, it's a way to control them. That's what they're trying to do. Get your food in there. Control the food supply. And this guy was like, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was like, nope. And then the month before his death, he challenged gas, oil, and mining sectors. Tanzania has the largest deposits, like you were saying. 75,000 tons of copper, 45,000 tons of cobalt, and 500,000 tons of nickel. These minerals are super important for, for electric cars. Super. It's like critical. Elon Musk said they should call them nickel graphite batteries, not lithium ion. Yeah. It has the largest mining industry in the world after South Africa. No, within the continent of Africa. Excuse me. Not the world. So it's no accident that our big private sectors are trying to force their testing... They're just bullying their way to control the playground, and South Africa's perfect because they can control that economy. It's like Starlink trying to get internet everywhere. It's like if you can get internet to third world countries that all they need is clean water and fresh food, give them clean water and fresh food. The reason they want to get internet in there is they can pump propaganda to people into the palms of their hands about the issues of them controlling their food supply. Like that's what the that's what internet to everybody is in my opinion. It doesn't help it's, anybody if you got all that is, money to help third world countries. Give them food and farming. Go ahead. No, you you're good. I was gonna say this is like the next push for, of imperialism is instead of us going after these countries with oil and gas and petroleum, we're going after these countries that have all these mineral deposits for these lithium ion batteries in the next. And you know, who's what's using basically it? Gonna, what's, Elon Musk. Yeah, or the. What's basically going to fund the next economic, you know, industrial revolution? Yeah, where companies get to set up governments outside of cities. He also so, passed these tax breaks. 
What did he do? He made the law that he offered tax breaks and little ref- regulations. In 2017, MAGA fully announced economic warfare on mining companies, and he passed laws that would allow Tanzania profits from the mining revenues. So that's the stuff he was doing. That's not bad. I mean, it's it's pro it's pro national nationalism for his country. You know, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a base level of business. And like, the let, important part profits. is like Don't rob the us. people of the people of that country were a fan of him. Yeah, they never talked about the approval rating. They just showed the part where he said, "Covid's gonna burn inside of you." If we you didn't like him stupid, over but... here in the West because he affected our bottom line, our profits, our our interests. Yeah, it's interesting. The media only talked about the crazy shit he said about Covid, which is like two percent of all the other amazing shit he did to fight big tech corruption that people in the west are okay with big tech corruption because the propaganda and that's why starlink needs to get internet to third world places so the propaganda can can work on them yeah because the the approval rating wasn't like that for trump it's almost like trump was trying to do the same things maga foley was he said some crazy shit about covid and then he did a bunch of shit to take down some big corrupt people except they didn't kill him and trump's a lot crazier a lot crazier. Um, but then he he also passed laws that he could revoke mining licenses that had been awarded prior to his presidency. So he was... Like the Barrett-Glencore one. Yeah. Tanzania's government went after Acacia Mining, which is now owned by Barrett Gold. They gave them a $190 billion fine for unpaid taxes and penalties. He said, it shouldn't be that we have all the wealth sitting on it and others come and benefit by cheating us. We need investors, not this kind of exploitation, like you said earlier. So I could understand how uh, they would be a little upset. Yeah, they're pissed. Yeah. The Kabanga Nickel Project is the name. Am I talking too much? No, you're good. So under this, like you said, they're able to revoke the mining licenses. Um under the new project, they get 16% ownership in the mine, which is basically a percentage that's 16. required by law. Yep. And that's required by law following... Can you uh, share this article? I thought you were going to share it. I am sharing it. Oh, I just see your back screen. What I think you need a... When what? you hit share screen, I think you chose your desktop instead of the article. It doesn't give me anything but my desktop to share. Oh, for real? Sorry. I thought I was sharing it the whole time. Sorry, folks. No, I'm just looking at that beautiful, beautiful D of yours. I mean, desktop. <laughs> no, man. It's it. When I hit share screen, it only gives me the option to share my desktop. I don't know why. What's so, the frick? I'm not on my iMac today, so. Well. It might be a privacy setting. Let me check that real quick. Yeah, actually, probably so. You need to get a late 2011 MacBook Pro. It works great with Skype. I got the article up right here. All right. Sorry, I can't bro. scroll I was, through it. I'm going to get it pulled up. Okay. Bear with me, people. You can continue. So he revoked a license for the Barrett Gold at the and, and Glencore at the Kabanga Nickel Project, as well as licenses for other projects, including nickel, gold, silver, copper, and rare earth elements. I think that's fair. I think that's fair of him to do these things. You can't fuck people like that. 
Glencore was found. This is interesting. Glencore was founded by Mark Rich, an infamous asset for Israel's Mossad. The Mossad allowed Glencore's profits to finance covert intelligence activities. Currently, Glencore is closely linked to Nathaniel Rothschild. In January 2021, a month before McAfee's disappearance, was when he signed the agreement with Norwegian millionaire Peter Smedvig. I talked about that earlier, and you just mentioned the 16%. Elon Musk said, this is where it gets good for me. Lithium-ion batteries should be called nickel graphite batteries. Last year, he tweeted, we will coop whoever we want. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. Remember that? The Illuminati Telegraph. Yeah. I never connected those dots until this, man. In response to accusations that the U.S. backed the 2019 coup of Bolivia so that Musk's Tesla could obtain the world's largest lithium reserves. A few months before that tweet, the foreign minister of Bolivia contacted Musk saying, any corporation that you or your company can provide for our country will be greatly appreciated. So Musk is the big player that these governments want this lithium ion nickel graphite to go to because he's a big player in the fourth industrial revolution. But on the front end, I got a Tesla. It's so awesome. I can play Mario Kart on the screen. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. So, yeah. Yeah. Tundu Lisu, who lost to Magafoli in the election of 2015, said after Magafoli's death, death, it was a relief and a new opportunity to reverse the constrictive yoke of dictatorship that was Magafoli. Dictatorship. Man, the propaganda is thick. Yeah, he said the new president... Magafoli's VP, Samia Suhulu, would take the country in a very different direction, and she did. And you got to wonder, if she was his VP, they must have had aligning oh, views yeah. politically. You don't or, get a VP who thinks... She- I, 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 don't know, I don't know how their political system works over there. Maybe it's a thing where you normally have someone from the opposing party be your VP. With that, you. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, they were trying to do that over here with that art, that unity ticket where they were trying to get a Republican, uh, a Democrat to run on the same ticket and Twitter banned them from um, from even putting the count up on Twitter. Um, because because, you know, that's such a bad thing for the country. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I love this part too. Tabit Jacob, Tanzanian academic at Denmark's Rockskilled University was quoted that Rostam Aziz Rostam Aziz could be a major player in the government coming up meaning big business will play a bigger role Rostam owns Caspian Mining the largest mining firm in Tanzania and a frequent contractor of Barrick Gold so this guy died a bunch of new people moved in and started getting Barrick Gold and all these guys back in the game and, and what's probably happening is Bear Gold's probably paying these people under the table like, hey, you know, let us back in. We'll give you, we'll cut you a million here. We'll cut you a million there. Mm-hmm. Fucking dirty, man. Bagafoli did not want vaccines rushed because he said they weren't tested and they weren't going to be guinea pigs. Majority of the citizens agreed with them. I agree with that. They did rush it. That's what Operation Warp Speed was, was a rush program. That's that's why you bypass bureaucracy and use big private companies that in the agreements, they're not going to be liable for deaths and injuries. So you can rush this shit out 
and you test it on third world countries, like conspiracy theorists were saying, and everyone else is like, no, oh, it's okay crazy. because because polio and they do that to pull it's like dude can you imagine if if we were guinea pigs for other rich countries and people in those rich countries like no it's cool it's what we do it's like dude you can't force your shit on us leave us alone stop robbing our minerals stop fucking us stop trying to control our food supply and stop testing shit on us like that's the reality for them over there but then people over here are like yeah but he said that thing about potatoes He's, he's what? He said that thing about potatoes. Yeah, he said that thing about potatoes and Jesus burning COVID, so he's crazy. It's like, yeah, that might have been crazy, but he's not totally Can't throw the crazy. baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, this this did you finish so you read through all your notes on this? Is that the end of that? Or do you have more on this article you want to keep going through? I got a few more paragraphs that got some interesting stuff in there. Okay. Just that they had the election election fraud narrative, Maga Fooley, when he oh, was Oh, yeah. We totally had that going totally too. skipped over that. So yeah. Western News perpetuated the narrative of election fraud after he was elected, including The Guardian, which is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So, the, so he, when he won in October of 2020, he won with 84.39% of the vote, which is uh-huh. pretty fucking insane he's a m he has an ms and a phd in chemistry he's not stupid and he was right about the, the test and he's right about don't test this with vaccines that aren't proven yet like he's right about all that but the news over here including the guardian funded by bill and melinda gates we're calling him anti-vaxxer the vaxxer president anti-vaxxer president blah 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 that's all they said call somebody an anti-vaxxer I mean, it's cheap. It's pretty much, yeah. It's cheap. And the first so when, paper- he won, when he won, they basically, as soon as he won, they, they all they talked about were he wins re-election amid claims of fraud. He wins re-election amid claims of fraud, calls for protests, like headlines like that were yeah. showing up in the West. Not that he had an 84.39% win, or he captured 84.39% yeah. of the vote. None of that and matters. Had astonishing approval ratings. And that he had yeah. done so many things in his first term that was hard for him to list all of the things he accomplished for the people of the country. Yeah, so it's fucked up. And the first paper, campaign. the first paper to run a smear campaign like that on him. Hold on. The first paper to run the story of him being flown to Kenya to India to be treated was published by The Nation which is a new Kenyan paper that received $4 million from, can you guess? Bill and Melinda uh, Gates Correct. Foundation. Correct. So all these narratives oh. are coming out immediately from factions that have major interest in mining these minerals, getting GMOs in, and getting vaccines in. Well, what's amazing is that so he had pissed the West off so much during his first term, they came up with this national. Well, I guess it was already a thing, but they had this uh, thing called the National Endowment for Democracy, which is a U.S. government think or do tank that aims to support freedom around the world. It had pumped one point one million into the opposition groups against Magafuli. Um. A co-founder of NED, 
Alan Weinstein once disclosed to the Washington Post that a lot of what we do today was done covertly 25 years ago by the CIA. Carl Gershman, Ned's other co-founder, once told the New York Times that it would be terrible for democratic groups around the world to be seen as subsidized by the CIA. That's why the endowment was created. Yeah, man. Um, all these things, so, all these private companies and little is, That's like a CIA uh, sub-project is what it sounds like to me. It's a, yeah, it's a way to funnel money, man. Everything goes back to the CIA, the Vatican, and Israel. It really does. Yeah. And then all the big players that are making it happen have been to Epstein Island and they're compromised. Broad Maybe. stroke, but... <laughs> These guys aren't like well-to-do philanthropists that are like, hello, South Africa. Hello, namaste. I'm here to help the world and run safe testing on you. Do you agree? It's like they're just rushing in. Dude, they're taking minerals. They're going to make so much money off of those minerals because it's going to go around the world and change the way oh, we live. Yeah, they're going to make And they can't problem. give them anything. They can't give them anything. 16% is too much, Dylan. And if you fight back, you fucking die, and the world doesn't care because oh, yeah, they off this guy. That's kind of the gist of this article is that he he managed to piss off big ag. He managed Everybody. to piss off big tech by uh, with he managed to piss off these uh, mining companies. He managed to piss off uh, with his not following along with the COVID narrative. And so they killed him. They killed his ass. And you know what? You can kill him because he it's went, not going to cause a missing, global up. Yeah, he went missing, and all of a sudden, a heart attack. Same Imagine thing also Trump happened to the leader in Bolivia, where a similar situation also died from went missing, come up later, died from a heart attack. Imagine if Trump would have went missing. It would have been, like, super obvious. Like, there's a level where you can't off somebody because it's going to be obvious. Like, at a certain point, you're kind of safe. Here's the creepy part. So they were going to get their way one way or the other, right? So they, they had this Ned group... They had this um, this other group, the USAID, and uh, this was an interesting part of the article, that interesting paragraph. So one wonders what effects the NED and USAID's funded efforts would have had on the country if he had not died in office. In January, the CIA-filled Jamestown Foundation began reporting on uh, the creeping radicalization issue and eerily put forward the idea that uh, Tanzania could be primed to experience an increase in violence directed inward. So they're basically putting it out there that there's this big radical radicalization issue in the country, and then there there might be some violence that occurs. So that may, my, makes my mind immediately go to these false flag events where they they start actually killing civilians and citizens of the country to spark protest and and these movements against this guy to get their fucking way like they would be willing to pull some shit like that in order to pull that off none of that ever came to fruition thank god uh but they were priming the country for it you know what i mean yeah they're priming the country now for the chauvin verdict maxine waters saying we need to take to the streets and don't let up well just all the preparation for violence Thankfully, no violence came out after the verdict yesterday. So, here's the article about the kits, the, the, the testing kits. Goat and papayas test oh, positive. Let me look at that. 
Yeah. So a week after Magafoli's death, it was reported that a new variant of COVID emerged that has more mutations than any other variant, a perfect setup to begin reversing what Magafoli has done. The variant was discovered by CRISP, a scientific institute that carries out genetic testing for 10 African countries and is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates, Gates, Foundation, Gates Foundation, the Wellcome Trust, the government of the U.S., the U.K., and South Africa. So right after he dies, they're like, a new variant, a new variant, everybody freaked out. Yep, yep, look, this guy was wrong, the country's about to, everyone's about to die, we gotta lock down. The top WHO official, General Director Tedros Ghebreyesus, had no comment after Magafuli's death and took to Twitter right away after Saluhu's swearing in. Simia Sihia Saluhu, the new president. Right after she was sworn in, he took to Twitter to congratulate her and, quote, looking forward to working with her to keep people safe from COVID and in the pandemic. But nothing about Magafuli, the WHO director. He was previously on the board of the two organizations that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation had founded, provided seed money for, and continues to fund today. Gabby and the Global Fund, where Tedros was chair of the board. End. So, you think he died of COVID, or you think he was whacked? Oh, uh, he was whacked. I For mean, sure. 120 fucking thousand percent sure this guy So was, was his chief secretary, and so was uh, John, uh, the, the other guy. And no one... No one cares. Yeah, because... He's an anti-vaxxer, dude. Oh, and, and... So this is the follow-up to that that article, right? The... Well, that wasn't the one you sent me, but there was a Bloomberg article. The follow-up? Oh, I got it. I'm just going through. I had seven more articles I read while reading the... Um, that one? That first article, yeah. The New World of Spyless Coups... Missionaries for Democracy. Forgot what this was. So yeah, the follow-up article here. I couldn't pull it up on my end because it kept asking for a paywall. But they're immediately they've they've already one eighty yeah. on the COVID policy. She hired a team of experts to help curb the spread of coronavirus, reversing her predecessor's denialism. She said her administration response would be science-based. She instructed officials to settle tax disputes with Barrett Gold, the $190 million in not paid taxes. And we shouldn't flex our muscles at investors who are interested, is what she said. She wants to yep. cut red tape to speed up the development of nickel and helium projects by foreign investors. Wow. This bitch is, this bitch is probably getting cuts from all these companies on the side. She's like, man, fuck my people. Give me some money. Mm-hmm. Leader of the opposition, Wazalindo ACT party, Zito Kabwe, said she rekindled hope for justice, the creation of an enabling environment for investors, and a new focus on reviving economic activities. That so implies that Magafuli was not enabling an environment for investors and a focus on reviving and reviving economic activities like Magafuli uh, killed He it. killed them. Yeah, he killed it. It's fucking bullshit, man. So you think Poor he was guys, get smear? Oh yeah, look at the smear campaign in his death. You'd think they'd be a little bit more compassionate, but no, they killed this fucking guy. Oh, they said it would—it's a new opportunity and a new beginning and shit. It's so yeah. Crazy. Oh, I saw a bunch of articles like that. How it's such a great thing for 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 the country's future. <laughs> All right. 
It sounds crazy. like the people. Sounds like the people were pretty happy if he got reelected with eighty four percent, capturing eighty four percent of the votes. Basically, so much for democracy, man. Hey, let me go grab my charger for this thing real quick. It's about to die. I'll be right back. Perfect. I was gonna call a pee break, and we'll move into the next topic. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, so that wraps up that article. Big thanks to Whitney Webb Web. for doing the work of the Lord. We will have these show notes in the podcast bio. Just scroll down or just click on the link. We'll put it all there. Please go check that out. If you made it this far and you got through my ranting and my reading of notes, um, fucking you're awesome. Yes, you're, you're fucking awesome. awesome. I didn't mean to go off on the maps. And, and all that, but it, it drives me crazy because smartphones, they track everything you do and advertise back to you, but you don't know. I just chose this route. Unbelievable. Okay. Mo- moving on, moving on. Monkey dactyl. What'd you call me? Oh, monkey dactyl. Yes. Yes. The oldest known pterosaur. I didn't know what a pterosaur is. Me either. This pterosaur could have used its opposable thumbs to climb trees and I catch think, cicadas. Pteros- it's super ugly. Pterosaurs are the earliest vertebrates that are known to have evolved powered flight. The wings are a membrane of skin, muscle, and other tissues stretched over skeleton from the ankles to the fourth finger. That's the pterosaurs. This fourth finger was extra long, and there's two major types of pterosaur. The basal pterosaur, called the non-pterodactyloid pterosaur, or the ramphorinkoid. They were smaller animals with fully toothed jaws and long tails. Their posture on the ground, they would have been sprawled out. Their joint anatomy made them excellent climbers. They would have lived in trees. And they would have preyed on insects and small vertebrates, which is a relief. But basically, they found a fossil of the oldest pterosaur, which is this basal pterosaur. They hit it with a CT scan, and they were able to make a 3D rendering of it. They hit it with the TC scan. CT scan. Yeah, I'm imagining a bunch of like ghetto archaeologists with backward hats. Like, yo, dog, hit it with a CT scan. He's like, I got you, player. And then they do this fancy science and come out with new fossils. Okay, why? Why? Uh, all right, I want to ask. No, ask, ask away. N- nothing. I was gonna say, why, why? I don't know what made you picture that. Because you said they hit it with the CT scan. Oh, okay. That's totally not what they do. They they. Okay. Oh, excuse me. CT they scan. they used a micro CT scan to make a three D rendering of the fossil. Excuse me. I there didn't use go. the proper terminology. They used it. They didn't hit it with a CT scan. Yeah. So sorry. They, they, they busted up a CT scan. The later pterosaurs or pterodactyloids varied in size. So that's the regular pterodactyls that don't grow hair and the skin only goes down to their legs like a bird. Dude, can you imagine how terrifying that is to climb a tree and see a big five-foot monster like and you can hear its flesh shifting in the tree shade, the tree shakes. Oh my god, it, dude! Yeah, that thing was five, like five foot. 
pterodactyl, pterodactyl are big birds. I mean, maybe not, but big. What what I'm saying is, if you you ever see, you've seen it, a cockroach so big that you can see its head move. Fuck it does that. like that. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Fuck that. So yeah. imagine a bug so big that its exoskeleton starts to take on this real textured and it, and it, and it's huge. You know, tear. It's like a monster. That's what this would be. That's what you. It would, looks like a fucking monster. Uh, so fucking terrifying. But the pterodactyls would eat you. The pterodactyloids. They varied in size, shape, and lifestyle. Pterodactyloids have narrower wings with hind legs, not bound by the membrane. Large head on a long neck, shorter tails. Oh, so, they could walk. They could walk upright. Yeah, and I was gonna say, so looking at this picture, like the top one, it looks like their their front hands have the opposable thumbs, if you can call it that. But the yeah. the back, the feet don't look like they do, according to the picture. Yeah, that's the ter- that's the non pterodactyloid. Okay. Yeah, the pterodactyloid will walk on its feet and vary in size. That and that has a long tail, so that's the shorter one that's gonna sprawl. And crawl. The pterodactyl has a shorter tail and it'll just straight up walk on its feet. They have a term for it. Fossil trackways show that some could even run, wade, or swim. Can you imagine being the cave? Running. Dude, being the caveman, you jump up in a tree and you see it, you're like, fuck, I need to run. I'm going to run to the water. Because birds don't, just in your panic, you're just thinking, go to the water, go to the water. And you get in the water and that thing gets in there, starts swimming, and you can yeah, hear its big wings. Yeah, I mean, as a human, you're fucked either way. You climb a tree, you're fucked. You run, you're fucked. Oh my you God. jump big, in the water, you're fucked. Just a big old head with these eyes. Oh, and they had horned beaks. I'm talking about the pterodactyloid, not the pterosaur, the monkey dactyl. So they basically just discovered the oldest um, monkey, the oldest creature that would have had opposable thumbs, and it's a a non pterodactyloid. Which I guess we have to have. We have to come from that that creature, right? In a way, that, that, that creature seems to have it all in one. It's got the wings of a bird. It's got the lizard reptile like mouth and lifestyle it's got that the, the the opposable thumb so it could do everything man fuck that bro i wish i could share my screen i just found this picture of a pterosaur that's covered in feathers it looks creepy man you should be able to share your screen you got lots um, of firefox no i found out what it was I, ha- I have to quit skype and restart it it was a setting but i, okay. I don't want to kill this i don't want to kill the podcast just to do that we can do it after after the topic. Let's kill the podcast and do it. I can I can clip it. It's not. It's just a picture. It's like one picture. It's not that big a deal. Well, you know, for the rest of the episode, but that's fine. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But we really only have two articles left. Yeah, two. What would you rather deal with? Serious question. Would you rather Would you rather deal with dinosaurs? and non-pterodactyloid creatures or would you rather deal with um, modern global corruption and Bill Gates and all this bullshit 
What's worse? Modern, modern global corruption, Bill Gates, all that bullshit. I mean, dude, can you imagine what life would be like just on a, on a moment-to-moment basis living amongst dinosaurs? Just always scared that you're going to get eaten or fucking stomped on or killed by something. You stand and no chance. Having, and then not having any of, the conven- any of the conveniences of modern life around you. Fuck that. That sounds terrible. It'd be cool to go visit for like a day. Hey, let me go look at the dinosaurs. Let me go check them out for a day in like a safe bubble. You th- do you think you could? Oh, in a safe bubble. I was going to say, do you think you would make it through the whole day? No. No, that's why I had to correct myself. As I, as I, as I said that, I'm like, nope, that, even that wouldn't work. We'd, you'd be fucked either way. So definitely dealing with modern corruption. What about you? What would you, what would you choose? I feel like, I feel like you could make it happen. I, I feel like you could survive the dinosaurs and shit. So you would you would go back and live amongst the dinosaurs rather than living in modern times? I'd rather get bitten in half by a T-Rex than live a long, slow, painful death of uh, GMO crops trying to change my genes and vaccines trying to turn me gay. <laughs> Fair enough. At least I'm free and 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 my life is in my hands. Fair enough. I hear you, man. I don't know. Just seems like it wouldn't be a happy existence the whole time. I might be romanticizing it. Yeah, I'll, I'll need time to think about that. Yeah, you're romanticizing it big time. It would suck. I'll, fucking bad. Yeah. No shelter. Fucking constantly just trying to f- find food and water. Warmth. You know, you gotta make your own fucking clothes. If you break a leg, you're fucked. You're gonna die in the woods. That's true. No medicine. That's true. You know, nowhere comfortable to sleep or sit down or anything. I mean, at least in the modern world, like you can get your bit of escape. Like you can go, you can just go on a 20 mile hike in the fucking woods if you wanted to. And hey, you know what? When you get tired of that, you can come back with earbuds. AirPods, yeah, earbuds, a, a sleeping bag, a fucking tent. You know, you want to. You can go live in the wilderness if you wanted to. Sure, like today. You know, you don't have to go back to dinosaur times to do that. And you can do it way more comfortably, and you can get the fuck out of society if you really wanted to do it. Yeah, and then you'd have to live through major the major cataclysm that wiped everything out. So I'm sure there would be a, ma- a massive asteroid impact somewhere along yeah, the line. Yeah, but I'm sure you had a couple million years to live with the dinosaurs before that happens to you. You don't have to. You don't have to pick that time to go live with the dinosaurs. I bet you can make one hell of a jacket with a T-Rex coat. You can Probably. make like seventeen thousand jackets, T-Rex. Oh yeah, dude. It will do if you're killing T-Rexes. Think you're doing okay in the dinosaur time, or maybe some, you just maybe you just found one dead. That that would make sense. Some monkey, da- yeah, right. Some monkey dactyl boots. No, fuck the monkey dactyls would be the shit you'd want to stay away from. You don't want to fuck with anything with opposable thumbs like that. 
Yeah, I might live. I might choose the contemporary world and just deal with Bill Gates. Yeah, deal with Bill Gates. Go find some remote part of the world. Live there. Speaking of remote part of the world and the old times with dinosaurs, we could be there again soon because the WEF has been warning of cyber attacks and they've been running simulations. And so this is concerning because the WEF uh, also hosted Event 201, right? So what was Event 201? Event 201 was the simulation of a global pandemic hitting. Yep. They did that in October before COVID-19. How convenient. And, and the now same, they're saying there's going to be a global collapse of the financial system. Yeah, and COVID and all these new protocols are leading right into people adopting a new global digital because it's already kind of happening. Happening. So in November of 2020, the WEF and Carnegie Endowment, is who it is, for International Peace, co-produced a report. That's what this is all about, a, a report that warned global financial systems were increasingly vulnerable to cyber, cyber attacks. Advisors to that group that produced the report are the Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, the International IMF. Monetary Fund, IMF, Wall Street, giants like J.P. Morgan Chase and Silicon Valley behemoths like Amazon. It was report that was published just after the simulation of a cyber attack conducted by the WEF uh, in partnership with Russia's largest bank, which is due to jumpstart the country's economic digital transformation by launching its own government digital currency. So they're launching their own digital currencies. Like they're they're not just warning and thinking, how could we do this? How could we no, protect from this? They're like, they're like we're going to go ahead and launch our own currencies digitally and track yeah. you and control you that way too. Another point of leverage. Point of leverage. Great, 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 great term point of leverage the ceo of financial services information sharing and analysis center the fsisac had previously advised the wef carnegie report the fsisac had just put out a similar warning that global financial systems are vulnerable so a bunch of people were putting out warnings basically the coordinated warnings were a bad sign which yeah seems pretty obvious when everyone's coming out yeah, but the WEF put out the report and they also did Event 201, which simulated a pandemic just before COVID hit. This was the quote oh. that I was thinking of. The COVID crisis is one of the main accelerators of the new digital transformation that is being pushed globally. Experts have been warning of something similar and claim it will be due to central bank mismanagement and Wall Street corruption. But now central banks and Wall Street are spinning the narrative to hackers to absolve themselves of any responsibility. It would also justify policies presented by the WEF Carnegie report of fusing intelligence agencies to further protect the global financial structure. So those are some of the measures that are taken is uh, preparing people to accuse hackers and later it mentions right-wing conspiracy theorists, literally domestic terrorists, which are new laws, domestic terror laws. So COVID's ushering in a police state and a digital culture. And then now the same people that simulated a pandemic before COVID are simulating and preparing us in the same way for and it's, cyber And it's attack. crazy, man. And they're even talking about like controlling, ensuring control of the narrative. 
So if a cyber attack takes yeah. place, you want to make sure they ensure that they're going to work. They, and they're already doing this. They're going to work with social media companies to ensure the narrative, the that no false information gets put out there. Um, let's see what it says. Uh, it states that financial authorities, financial services, firms, and tech companies should develop a clear communications and response plan focused on being able to react swiftly. Notably, both Facebook and Twitter are li listed in the report's appendix as industry stakeholders that have engaged with the WEF Carnegie Initiative. Um, yeah, social media companies should swiftly amplify communications by central banks so that central banks may debunk fake information and calm the markets. That's that's so that's the justification of basically being able to censor censor right mm -hmm. and only have the information that they want put to the forefront yeah they word it so well though oh yeah they're worded very well very well it looks very benign um and so they're basically interlacing the financial sector law enforcement agencies and national security agencies and policymakers all together to try and get in front of this, so to speak. It's wild. It's almost like they knew ahead of time. It says here that um, in 2019, the same year as Event 201, the endowment launched its cyber policy initiative with the goal of producing a, quote, international strategy for cybersecurity and the global financial systems 2021 to 2024. So that's their window. They're planning this. That strategy was drawn up by leading experts in government, central banks, industry, and the technical community in order to provide long-term international cybersecurity strategy specifically for the financial system, according to the endowment. So folks listening to this might be like, man, why the fuck should, should I give a shit whether or not the government gives me a digital currency or whether I just, you know, we, we use the current monetary system we have in place. Good but just, question. Like, here's That's an example of... Well, here's an example of how that can be used. So um, Bank of America already actively but secretly engaged with U.S. law enforcement agencies to hunt for, quote, political extremists yeah. following the January 6th events at Capitol Hill. So in doing that, they shared private information with the federal government without the knowledge of the customers. So basically acting they're, as they're ba yeah, they're basically acting as intelligence agencies as a private company at that point. You know, that's where this shit goes, man. Mm -hmm. It's it's scary. Advisors to the Carnegie WEF project who put out this report are like these same big players, man. Federal Reserve, European Central Bank, JP Morgan, Bank of America, law enforcement agencies like Interpol and the U.S. Secret Service. Amazon, Accenture, uh, International Money Foundation, and Swift. It's like the same big players every time. That are Every time, dude. Here's every my time. prediction, is that since they're... See, that Robin Hood debacle on, on, uh, with GameStop... Yeah, they talk about that in this article, too. That was, uh, that, that was a major part of this because they blamed it on reddit conspiracy theorists and hackers and those people it was like this is just people playing the market so the narrative anytime something bad happens in the financial market or they say bad that's just an example of them using this narrative 
So when this happens, what I'm saying is it's going to be some right-wing conspiracy theorist uh, hacker nut job, they say, that turns out the FBI will have been tracking for three or four years already, and they did nothing to stop it. That's my prediction, despite having all of these super powerful agencies that have been predicting it and preparing for it. They still have done nothing to stop some crack job from like wherever. And that guy won't even have anything to do with it. It'll be more conspiracy theories surrounding like it's not Bill Gates and Monsanto. It's not my bank. It's not Wells Fargo, man. I go there all the time. Those people aren't trying to do this shit. It's going to be a bunch of stuff like that. That's my prediction. I think uh, that's their prediction. That is their prediction, yeah. And then that's going to absolve the banks and everyone of any type of responsibility for the collapse of the financial system. They're going to absorb everything people lose, and then the middle class will finally disappear. Everything will be digital. Oh, that's the whole point. That's what they're talking about. They want everything to go digital. Oh, here it is. The Cyber Policy Initiative. So they gave like a speech to the Cyber Policy Initiative, who right after like joined in with this project. So the Cyber Poly Initiative's November 2020 report states, quote, malicious actors are taking advantage of this digital transformation and pose a growing threat to the global financial system, financial stability and confidence in the integrity of the financial system. Malign actors are using cyber capabilities to steal from, disrupt, or otherwise threaten financial institutions, investors, and the public. These actors include not only increasingly daring criminals, but also states and state-sponsored attackers. What does that mean? What, state and state-sponsored attackers? Yeah. Are they, talking about, are they, they're talking about other countries. They're basically framing it up as ah, like Russia. Either, yeah, Russia, China, uh, it's either going to be states or state or basically uh, these other countries paying hackers. It, it's it's going to be criminals or other countries. Basically, that's exactly what it's, it's not going to be the CIA and all of these big private factions that have to gain and have been preparing for it. Yes, it's going to it's going to be some guy from Florida who has a warrant and the FBI has been following him who like. Who used Reddit to conspire and then he paid for the services in crypto currency. You know, it's going to be this whole thing and he voted. He, he still hasn't had his vaccine and here's a picture of him not wearing a mask. People are going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> it's just going to have all, all of them. And because of that, people are going to gladly scan their face and show the chip to show they have the vaccine because they don't want to be like that crazy guy from Florida. I'm going to play into the system because I'm not going to be like that crazy guy on the news. That's how it's going, man. The The vaccine pressure is coming. It's real. The vaccine shaming is occurring. I listened to a podcast with the guy that's smart, and he's excited about getting a second booster shot. And what kind of fucking guy or person is like, get my second one, man? He, quote, said, I'm siced. I was like, what? He's a really smart guy. And it's like, how are people... Excited. It's like a. Yeah, I'm not excited. I mean, I might have to get it, but I'm not excited about it. It's weird to me to be excited. A Cannibal Corpse fan. I I've been listening to Cannibal Corpse, dude. I get it. I get it. 
I get it. I you like listen it. Listen to the new album. I listen to every single one on Spotify. I start at the beginning, and I finish the new album like yesterday. You listen to the new album is probably one of the best ones. Yeah, man. I, I think their newer stuff is better. I think the '07 record "Kill" was badass. But it's guitar oriented, man. If you're a guitarist, then you're playing very riffs. Guitar, very guitar oriented. I guess I started hearing it. It was like it was crazy, man. These dudes are crazy. Dude, Eric Eric Rutan, uh, the fucking new. He's been a producer for years, but he's uh, he joined him as a guitarist on the new album. He has a couple playthroughs. Go watch that motherfucker play. Like on some of the playthroughs. I don't know if I could play with them. Like he's it's weird. So good. Like a yeah, some weird timing drummer. and shit too. Yeah. Especially on the new, it's like some of, some of the shit on the new albums like that too, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyway. I'm, into, I'm into Cannibal Corpse right now. Fuck but yeah, this guy's man. a big Cannibal Corpse fan. Like that's rebellion, that's contrarian. And then on the flip fact, side, it's like rebellion, yes. contrarian. Uh, on that new album they just put out, they have a there's an album cover they can't they couldn't even put out in some countries like you you can't even get it like what you see on spotify and apple music is not the real album cover it's so fucking graphic like Derek, huh with the tongue yeah but that's not it that's oh not that's that cataclysm actual. sorry no but that's it that's the album just the right album that's not the real album cover the real album cover uh is like <laughs> this fucking chick who or like that like i she ripped herself in half, was pregnant, ripped herself in half, like ripped the baby in half that was inside of her. Like it's very graphic, very fucking graphic. So they couldn't, they couldn't release it anywhere. So you, anyway, you're talking about rebellion and shit. Like he's a cannibal corpse fan. They're putting out albums still 15 years later. They can't even put the actual album art work out too, because it's so graphic and like goes, goes against mainstream culture so much. And this guy's, uh, excited about taking a vaccine yeah and getting it and getting his vaccine passport which is that vaccine passport is also going to be going to have everything tied to it at some point from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah we have biometric ids and our vaccine pass our pass vaccine passports going to say whether or not uh, you know, we have the vaccine and whether or not we adhere to the, uh, the political beliefs of the time. And if we don't have our vaccines, then we're not gonna be able to spend money. They're going to, they're going to shut our bank accounts down. And that's where the digital currency that the government puts comes in. Because if you don't comply, they shut your money down. They can't really shut your cash dollar down. They nope. can't totally shut your bank down. Right. It happens they put pressure on these private companies and they'll shut down your Patreon and your YouTube and your Venmo and your PayPal. That's happened, right? But they can't directly shut down your dollar or your debit card. So these governments coming in with their own digital currencies at the behest of the same power factions that we've listed here that are predicting the cyber attack and will benefit from it. You know, that's how this is not good because nobody should want that kind of a world and if you happen to agree and align with all of this establishment stuff happening and you think it's okay that people who don't should take those kind of hits just totally be shut down in an ultimate police state that's coming like that's not speaking cool of, either speaking of police state look at look at canada right now i know we didn't i, I was gonna maybe find an article on that but we didn't yeah have that time. chilean model we talked about last week is coming into canada now right 
Well, Canada, dude, they're fucking, their lockdown is getting ridiculous. Like, police are now able to pull you over. Like, if you're out past the curfew time, you don't have a good enough reason to be out. Like, that's a fucking police state if I've ever heard of one. There are people, like, protesting and shit. They're tired of it. Yeah, fuck that, man. It's just conspiracy theories, though, man. There's nothing to worry yeah. about. You know what I'm saying? Nothing just get the vaccine about. and just, just look. If you're out there and you got the vaccine, that's cool. I might have to get it. You know, I might have to get it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like how? You know, I might have to get it. It's this reality. Yeah. I don't want Same it. Same here. Me either. I don't want to have to get it. About it. Me I think either. if you get it, you're safe, and you shouldn't care if I got it or not. All right. I don't need so, the shame. So, um. But if you're excited about it, I don't get that. I don't get it. Still still love you, though. I just don't get it. Me either. My best friend has it and is, like, totally cool with it. Like, got it right away. Not even in, not even waiting until he has to. Just, like, right away. <laughs> it's like, at least wait until you have to. At least care a little bit about all of this bullshit. I've been seeing, like, so they've been having, like, herpes outbreaks that they think might be related to the vaccine now. Oh yeah, I just had a clip. I just saw a clip of a news broadcaster saying that an Austrian-based company is developing a treatment for people dying from the vaccine. Okay. Here, I'll pull it up on my phone and I'll just play that audio, just so people don't think that at least the video is not real. I have it right here. Pretty wild. An Australian biotech company has developed a new... Here we go. An Australian biotech company has developed a new treatment it hopes will prevent people dying from COVID vaccine. An Australian biotech... What the fuck? That's seven news, like out of England or something. So we got to make a treatment to make sure that the treatment doesn't kill you. Yeah. That's where we're at for the disease yeah. that, that has a less than 1% chance of killing you. Yeah, all coming from the same power factions that said shit like this. The WF, the WEF Carnegie Report authors add by saying, quote, the exploitation of cyber vulnerabilities could cause losses to investors and the general public. That's, we don't want the general public and, and the investors to lose. Meanwhile, uh, free trading got shut down and people lost a bunch of money because they were winning. Yeah, they actually talked about that in this whole thing. Like uh, they have a they have influence operations which are broken down into two categories either individual firms that target markets overall um and they and regarding that they say the report states organized actors will spread fraudulent rumors to manipulate stock prices and generate profit based on how much the the price of the stock was artificially moved and it adds that in these influence operations firms and lobbyists use astroturfing campaigns which create a false appearance of grassroots support to tarnish the value of a competing brand or attempt to sway policy-making decisions by abusing calls for online public comments. 
that is so fucking like spot on with what happened in the Wall Street bets thing of January. Can you explain that further? It was the the so the Wall Street bets where they basically did have actual grassroots supports for GameStop, Game GameStop stock, where these large uh, hedge funds were going to short the stock. And they said, fuck you, we're going to buy a bunch of shares of it, drive the price up, and you're going to lose money that you tried to, uh, based on you trying to short that stock. And then they fucking killed trading on it, right? So I mean, didn't even pause trading. They sold off people's stocks, and they lost the money. Like, you just opened your app, and it was gone. Oh, see, I didn't even look into it that far. I didn't know that that happened. I, I know like, they, they stopped it for Dave- a while, yeah, people, they opened it up and their shares were like gone. Like my, they, it never came back and they got their shares. It was just gone from what I understand. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, like they, they locked it. And then I started seeing people like, you know, my shares are not in my account anymore. They just sold it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty dirty. But anyway, they um, were painting that. I, so this, before I that even wrong. happened, the, the thing I'm, the reason I wanted to read this is because the report, this report came out before that even happened. So they like knew that that was going to, that something like that could have taken place. And they're already trying to paint it as like this. The report came thing. out after you said? Before that happened. The Carnegie WEF thing happened before. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh. The Carnegie wow. WEF thing happened before the, the Wall Street bets phenomenon. And then that thing happened, and now right all after, the pub- it happened right after this report came out, that happened. And all the public is now conditioned to think that anything happening in the financial market is that it's like that Reddit conspiracy guy from back, right? Right. That's brilliant. Yep. So there you go. That's brilliant. So the report also states it's not a matter of if it happens, but when. It also states the financial industry should throw its weight behind efforts to tackle cybercrime more effectively, for example, by increasing its participation in law enforcement efforts. So this is where this is going. The Bank of America, second largest bank in the U.S. and part of the WEF Carnegie Initiative and the FSISAC, was reported to have, quote, actively but secretly worked with law enforcement. You said that earlier. Yeah. Yes, following the January 6th Capitol Hill events. It's the beginnings of techno-fascism. Yeah. Basically. The WF and many of its is. partners have vested interest in the crash of the global financial system at this point. Many banks have adopted digital currency systems that can only achieve rapid mass adoption if the current system collapses. And they, they, they can blame it on hackers. They don't have to take yep. any of the heat for the current system crashing. Yep. Quote, Given that these systems are set to be integrated with biometric IDs and so-called vaccine passports through the WEF and big tech-backed vaccine credential initiative, it is worth considering the timing of the expected launch of such systems. With this financial system so deeply interconnected to these credential efforts, the cyber attack on the financial sector would likely take place at a time when it best facilitates the adoption of the new economic system and its integration into credential systems currently be promoted as a way out of COVID-19 related restrictions. Interesting. Yeah. So the new spinach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I think this is another Abby Martin article. Not Abby Martin, Whitney Webb, Last American Vagabond, which is she runs her website with somebody. Yeah, Whitney Webb. Shout out to her again. Whitney Webb, you're killing it for us this episode. Thank you. Yeah, if you want to, I would love to interview her, but I don't know what to ask her that she didn't already answer in these articles. So right, like, right. So who did it? Well, the CIA and the Welcome Trust. Oh, that's crazy. So like, what's going to happen? Well, it's happening now. And um, I talked about that too in the article. <laughs> oh, okay, so like, uh, that's crazy. So, uh, that's crazy, right? What do you think about it? I well, said that's it in the article. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I know how to interview people. Me either. Maybe we'll, we'll learn. We'll, we'll just let's get her on and let's just figure it out on air. Just see how it goes. If it crashes and burns, and we bomb, and it'd be even funnier. Crashes and burns like the financial system is going to. Right. Damn. I'm not looking forward to that. No, it's gonna be hell. So we only have one article left, and the only reason I sent it to you is just because it was relevant at, from the news from yesterday, right, with the Chauvin verdict. Um, I just thought it was interesting. Like, they, they're already putting out Facebook is, is ramping up and preparing to enforce its rules for the Chauvin uh, verdict. And basically, this is an article about how they're already preparing to go in, uh, and uh, censor, more or less. It's just becoming more and more normal. What I wanted to point out more, it's just more normal. Don't worry about it. Facebook is going to make sure you don't see this, see the hurtful speech. Yeah, I have a video that's pretty relevant to this because it talks, talks about protecting peaceful protests and limit content that could lead to civil unrest or violence. And then I'll play the audio from this video, but you see about who's peaceful and who's not let me find it right i bet it probably wasn't removed from facebook the video you're about to play i bet you can go and find it on facebook um there this is fuck this is blm protesters in uh portland Outside of people eating on, at a patio at a restaurant. What? Yeah, yeah. They're just eating at a restaurant? We don't want you here. We don't want it's a lot of people here. surrounding the porch. We don't want you here. We don't want your fucking money. We don't want your fucking money. We don't want your fucking taquerias. Owned by fucking white men. Owned by white men. <laughs> So that guy is standing on like a table or the fence and he's yelling that shit. And then he said, we don't want your taquerias. And the crowd dwindles out owned by white men. And then even less people. It's like, they're like taquerias. What? This was going well. And then he says 30%. Man. This is so stupid. What, so Facebook fucking, is baby. This... Facebook is basically going to protect these that's... whacked out factions that are coming at people that probably support them. They're just at dinner. Now, to, yeah. To be fair, 
like this article states, it's it's also going to remove material that praises, celebrates, or mocks George Floyd's death. That's probably good, right? Absolutely. Like, and I thought about. I, I could think that that's a good thing. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see someone doing that shit for sure. So but, would uh, that would that count against Nancy Pelosi, who thanked him for dying? Yeah, I, exactly. If right. she was a Republican, like if if it was Marjorie Taylor Greene, or or somebody she'd probably get taken out of context, spun out all over media, and then they'd censor her about it. And they'd be like, she praises the death of George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, oh, yeah. I could totally see that happening. It's just, uh, this is, I, I just want this point that this is super normal for these companies just to pick and choose when and where and how they're going to censor. And then it's going to, they're even going to tell us about it beforehand that they're going to be cracking down on this misinformation and, yeah it's fucking scary yeah all right well on on that note that's all we had for you folks today that was a super negative note well fucking all oh. right i know i feel depressed after after that but we should have did monkey dactyl last probably it would have been cool <laughs> hey one cool thing uh and i i didn't want to send this to you and like have it be a whole article but uh apple launched something called apple podcast subscriptions saw that uh, yesterday um that so is cool. something we can look into um so the you'll be able to like customize your home page and everything with your own artwork and everything and put your own exclusive content like for subscribers like if they subscribe they can have special access to additional content kind of like your own personal patreon page yeah. um so i thought that's pretty cool but uh, people don't normally go to do. patreon because they use the apple app right, right? The so app, if it's built app. into so the it's, app it's more likely easy. to we we could still even have it free for people to subscribe to or yeah the free have, version the free version will have me ranting about route lock and all of that <laughs> stupid shit <laughs> the paid version cuts all that shit out of it yeah the pay version no. i'll edit out all the times where i don't shut up like no, but anyway, I wanted to tell you about that. Uh, just I didn't know you'd seen it. Thought it was kind of interesting. Figured yeah. Close out on maybe some tech news there. Um, and it looks like it, it's a the you do have to pay as a creator. You do pay a fee if you want to take advantage to, of that. An annual fee. Yeah, I don't know how much pretty, it is. Pretty reasonable. It's twenty bucks a year. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Not bad. So less than a dollar a month. So. Yep. All Jesse, right. Any projects you got that came out? Any um, Golgothan releases? No, not yet, man. We're uh, we're still waiting for labels and all that to finish up. I mean, the the you've heard the record. The record's done. It's out there. We're just waiting to to release it. And in the meantime, we will have some music videos that come out soon, but nothing nothing I can share yet. Cool. What about for you? Not for the ten naders. Yeah, I'm. I lost the original video I had from the live show, but I got it back, and I got it back in 1080p, not 720. Oh, so, get that shit out of here! So I'm actually chipping away at that to put up that live record, as well as the YouTube videos. Um, shouldn't be too much longer, as well as we just did our first acoustic show. We got a, a 40 minute gig at some place. Uh, Herman's Hideaway in Denver. I recorded oh, nice. that, so that'll go up live as well. We'll have a live acoustic one. Playing Joe played. Live. Joe played the songs on acoustic, and then I learned them on mandolin and hit some harmonies. Nice. 
Yeah, so playing live again. I love yeah, it. Yeah, our bass is, is too busy and, and uh being flaky on stuff, so we're just gonna do everything that we can without the basses, just the acoustic style, which is still cool. and learn covers and play cover gigs, try to start making money. So we'll yeah. have two live records coming out pretty soon, as well as another jam tape. Um, oh, yeah, I'm trying to uh, finish my beat tape, cool deal instrumental, put that up, and uh, yeah, all the videos up on YouTube. We got three new subscribers, so thanks to those three. Thank One you, of them seemed like a real person. Yeah. Two of them maybe bots, maybe not. Yeah, so I figured let's just put it up put it up on YouTube and if the show grows way later on we could reformat things accordingly. But Yeah, right. we could put additional content for Patreon subscribers and stuff as we need later. But for now, I think it makes yep. sense to to do it that way. Yep. Also, don't forget to stay hydrated and yeah. uh, keep the blood moving. Drinking purified water right there? Drinking water. It's not purified or alka uh, alkaline or nothing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, sh oh, I do have a show June 12th. Four days oh, where at? Babies. Uh, born at the Boom Boom Room. Okay, so stuff's picking back up there, huh? Starting to. Yep. So, show on June 12th, four days before the baby's going to be here. Oh, wow. Cutting it. Wow, close. so soon, huh? Baby's coming so soon. Wow. June 16th. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Everything's going good and on point. So far. Yep. Awesome. How's your uh, mother in law? Did she, what was wrong with her? Did she get better? Uh, she was, yeah, she's doing better now. She, I, I bring her back tomorrow at 5 a.m. She has a surgery. Damn. Oh, 5 a.m. Yeah. Sucks. Oh, well. Oh, well. So buy some crypto. It's low. Get in there. Buy some crypto. Go check out Whitney Webb's articles uh, that we did a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, a summary of today. Do yep, you deep dive notes. on the article themselves? Show notes are right there in the bio. And, uh, yep, and then go also go learn about uh, the monkey dactyl. Go check out the picture of that ugly thing if you are listening to us on audio. If you made it this far, you're a champ. Hit us up and and show us what you've learned about the pterodactyl, pterosaurs, and what we don't know. Hell yeah. And correct us if we got something wrong. Yep. Correct us if we got something wrong. Um, send us the article, any interesting articles that you might want us to cover that maybe we didn't find. Um, we, we'd love stuff like that for sure. Maybe some video messages and we'll play them on the air without audio because we haven't figured out our setup yet. What was that? Oh, nothing. I was seeing if it let me screen share yet. And it doesn't quite let me do it yet. Okay. So check out our music. Golgothan, Offered in the Tednators, Death of Skepsis. Cool deal, Metamorphicon. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Later. Later. Peace, Jay. <laughs>